For the record, um, what I am spinning is the one ring. Now you found it. it. You're Canadian. Guys, look, I pulled it. Look, I pulled it. I'm from Canada. I Dude, pulled if, it I from pull, if I pulled the one ring, I'd sell it for a ridiculous amount of money and then just never work and for the rest of my life. You know, if I pulled the one pull ring, the ring, I would just tear it apart. Digits. I would just tear it apart and laugh in the face of in the face of Wizards of the Coast. I'd be like, hey, guys, I'd stream myself. I'd, watch, I'd be like, hey, everybody, come on. I got the one you know, ring. Watch this. Get your bids. <laughs> get your bids. Yeah. <laughs> Get, get your, get this your is my D and D thingy. Like painting. I bought this. It is really yes, nice. I gift for Ethan's birthday. I gifted him the Storm King's Thunder module, and he decided to go out and buy the specialty DM screen that has like the map and stuff. It's very cool. For Ethan's birthday, I bought him what? Uh, Monster Manual. Uh, whoops. I should probably stop. I'm doing literally that. obsessed. I'm literally obsessed. Look, I'm, I'm. Oh my God! You've got like the notes and everything. Right He's ready, man. Yeah. Good lord! I also have a campaign that I really you want be... you guys to run. Ethan, you should be putting. I don't know if it'll Ethan, ever you... see the light of day, but. You should be putting this much time and effort into uh um, fall or the up Alcor uprising, or should I call it the fall of Alcor? L ratio. Yep. Okay. Should we begin? Hey, beautiful people. Welcome back to the 4Life Podcast, your weekly podcast of all things gaming, gaming news, and all things entertainment related. I'm your host for this evening, Aiden, joined alongside my co-hosts. I'm Leighton. And I'm Ethan. Ethan the lag beast, apparently. Um, so, just a little bit of housekeeping. Yeah! First things first. Dark Souls bar appears. <laughs> Sorry. Ethan is lagging horrendously today. Um, so he will probably not be a huge part of the conversation, but he'll chime in every once in a while with short little he'll comments to make sure that he catches in between his friggin' lag spikes. Soon we will all be back at school and internet issues will disappear. Soon I will be back at school two weeks earlier than you guys. So will David. Yay. Ethan's doing something that i don't understand he's he's doing something i don't get it <laughs> he's pulling he's, pull, he's pulling this face hold up i have the face i i literally can i see two pixels ethan yeah I dude there are like grand yeah i get oh, it come it's, on man it's a traxxas praetor's voice the showcase foil that's like a hundred bucks but it it, it it no well if we're pulling out magic cards right now i hope, even though we're I hope i'm not lagging too bad I hope I'm not lagging too bad when I say this. David, if you're watching, this is coming for you. This is this is heading your direction. I'm going to make it your hell. Okay, I'm that's pulling it. out magic cards. Let me pull out my vampiric tutor borderless. Alright, let's start. <laughs> vampiric tutor borderless. I still hate you for that. I was gonna put it in mail. It was the first poll too, that was awesome. I felt so good about that, even though it was Ethan's birthday ratio. <laughs> I was going to put that in mill and have four tutors in there. Yeah, I hate you. I'm so glad I got that. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, I have two tutors in uh, mirrors. Granted, one of them is the cheapest one I you have. Two tutors? Well, no, it's uh, you have the Perfect. suspend one. 
yeah, you can get Diabolic Tutor for like a couple bucks, like two bucks. It's profane. I pulled Mystical Tutor again yesterday. Uh, profane Tutor, Diabolic Tutor is four mana, but um, Profane, profane Tutor is, two. is suspend. Yeah, it's suspend too, dude. Okay, I was gonna get into the new Doctor Who cards and the and the the eleventh Doctor and that card, which is insane. But let's not. Let's go into our conversation, our topic. Aiden, introduce us. What's our topic for today? Okay. So our topic for today, I decided five minutes before we were supposed to stream because all three of us forgot there was podcasting tonight. You don't need to tell them that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Because my be my beautiful girlfriend decided to text me and be like, aren't you podcasting tonight? As it was 931. And I was just like, oh shit, we are podcasting tonight. And I call Ethan, and he's like, I'm going to finish this Overwatch game first, and then hangs up. I have a genuine excuse. It, we're celebrating my mother's is, birthday. So. You have an excuse. Ethan wanted to play Overwatch for five more minutes. Ethan is lame. I got two victory royales, okay? Come yeah. on. L. Ratio. Okay. But our, t our topic for today that I came up with a grand total of 30 minutes ago uh, is... How challenge is utilized in games. So we're going to be talking about like the Souls likes and how and all of this yeah. side projects that have come from that, like getting well, over it. Are, like wait, games are, like, wait, hold on. Are we only talking about soul games? Are we only talking about soul games, or are we talking about like difficulty in games in general? In general, but a soul the Souls games are a good example of another point that we'll get to later. Okay, I was just checking because. Yeah, just checking. Mm -hmm. I know who I know what you're gonna talk about. What am I gonna talk about? Uh, why don't you roll into your first topic? So difficulty in games. Let's just lay it all out there. What is our opinions about difficulty and how it is utilized in, say, like your generic story single player game, like uh, Red see, Dead Redemption Two or something? I say there should be two difficulties. There should be um, normal and journalist. And normal should be incredibly difficult and stupid hard. And journalist should be baby sh baby mode. Baby mode. That's what that should be. Journalist. <laughs> that's what it should be. I'm kidding. Normal mode is game lore. You become Arthur Morgan. Yeah. No, you become like as powerful as Link is simply by getting good. Whereas journalist is yes. baby mode. Journalist, you get like two pixels, and it looks like Minecraft. Good. Okay, kidding, 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 kidding. No, but um, uh, actually, uh, so games like Red Dead Redemption. Um, does Red Dead have a difficulty setting? I don't know. I just said that. I'm. I think a better. It does. It does actually. It does have a difficulty. I'm That's... pretty sure it does. Um, Leighton, another it one that you and like... me could talk about more, like, because I noticed you've played it, is Sniper Elite 4. I've played it a little. Um, so, games like Sniper Elite, I think, are made to have a difficulty setting. They're no, not it's just... designed like that. Yeah, I was going to say, it's designed like that. Sniper Elite 4 specifically, um, they are, I think those, I, I think it's a good thing to have a difficulty setting in those comes ones. That's where from. <laughs> really? I think, I know, it might be Cadet. I, I know Journalist is a difficulty in a game that's similar to Sniper Elite. I just can't remember which. Well, so the reason I say that Sniper Elite and games like that, um, th those have specific mechanics that are designed to, like, 
either get easier or harder based on the difficulty. Um, and I think that's a good thing. Like ultra realistic difficulty or realistic difficulty for Sniper Elite is realistic. Like there's wind. You can't really tell where the wind is blowing. You don't have a crosshair. You don't have slowdown time. You only have like a certain one. You have to know where your shot is going like a real sniper would. Well, real sniper. But um Whereas like easier normal mode or even hard have like the little slow down time crosshair that like pinpoints where you're going to actually hit. Like it, it's sick. It's sick. I like Sniper Elite a lot for that reason. Um, and I think other games like it. I think it's a it's a neat concept to have yeah. um, mechanics based on the difficulty. It's I know good, Ethan has a thing. It, just real quick, Ethan. It's a good example of uh, difficulty done right because it has mechanics in place that flow into each other that can easily turn uh, more difficult and less difficult without actually ruining the core gameplay. Um, like, say, yeah, for no, example, like a beat-em-up game. Once beat-em-up games have like a difficulty slider, it's just usually increase enemy health, increase enemy damage, and then call it a day. <laughs> Terraria. <laughs> Actually, even even go ahead. All right, so I I think we should define kind of I, I'm gonna define what I feel the the typical modes are. So like you have easy mode, which is typically like gamers who aren't very necessarily good at gaming. Like you want an easier experience. It's not trying to impede your storytelling, well, people... etc. I would say it also kind of extends to people who like aren't really gamers and just want the yeah, story. Yeah, uh, it's so, yeah, somebody who's more enveloped in the story would rather not be impeded by like some portion of the game that's going to just beat the crap out of you and you just don't want to play anymore. Normal yeah. mode I feel is for the like I mean normal gamer, the person who kind of plays every now and then, but it's probably your first attempt at playing the game. Um you've never played that type of game before, etc. Oh, um yeah. And then and hard mode is for me. Hard mode is like uh, somebody who's played that style of game before consistently. Um, at least, okay, it's weird because those lines are kind of great, at least for me, because normal mode is like that thing where it's like it's your first time playing, but you're probably you've played a game before. You know how to play video games. So after like two hours of messing around with the controls a bit, you've got it down. You know the kind of style. You may struggle at certain parts, etc. Hard mode is like, hey, you've played a Dark Souls game. Get your ass in here. Let, come on, let's let's go. Like, well, uh, you know how to play. I don't know that I would say hard mode is like you've played a Dark Souls game. That's like Jedi Master mode. Well, no, 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 um, no. I'm listening. I'm like, I, I, sorry. I should rephrase that. It's like in the sense of if you're playing a Souls game and you give the option to, which doesn't happen, but if you get the option to choose it, choose like easy, normal or hard mode, if you've played another game in that franchise, you're more likely to hit yeah. hard mode because you've played that style before. That's what yeah. I meant by it. No, that, that, that um, would make sense. No, I agree with that. Cause like, if you're playing call of duty, for example, and you're playing the campaigns choosing from um, a recruit to veteran, like those are the, 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 uh, choices you can make with call of duty games specifically but choosing from recruit to veteran or to uh like there's recruit um normal uh uh hard end of veteran and then veteran is like or i think it goes up to realistic i don't know one of them is like stupid difficult if you've never played if you haven't played a call 
when you're going to quit. And it's like literally made for people who've played Call of Duty like campaigns before, like who know, um, oh shit, like, okay, if I don't sit here for like two minutes and wait for them to reload, I will die. Like, it, it, it does feed into itself. And I think that's another example of a kind of, uh, difficulty setting done right is because like call of duty and the call of duty franchise with their story modes um because that was probably my first introduction to a, like a to a difficulty setting was call of duty yeah there's another yeah, one but... we can also talk about with halo like uh the legendary mm. halo 2 on legendary difficulty oh yeah yeah that, that that was really similar to how call of duty did it it's especially it's like you also got to think it, to it too. Yeah, you also yeah. got to think about like from its time. Like they didn't like it, it wasn't like a huge thing back then to have difficulty sliders in your games and it was more often than not like with Halo, the Halo is always like kind of a trendsetter, especially with Halo 2, which was like one of the biggest games of all time. Yeah. Is like so they they made that legendary difficulty ridiculously hard for the people who wanted it to be that way and then added like heroic and normal and hard modes to like pander to the average to above average gamer but like yeah. stuff like that go down in history of like this you walk out into the middle of an open area and suddenly the jackal sniper's just like and you're dead gone instantly do you guys enjoy i mean it depends so we should define where we see ourselves placing the difficulty slider in most games um layton i i know where you pick yours so i just but it was whatever yeah we i it. typically choose normal and just recently oh what game did i put it i think there was a game recently that i chose a hard mode on but i don't pick hard mode often because something in my brain, even though I play video games shit and I know how video games work, uh, something in my brain is like, you're going to have a bad experience if you do this. Um, what was, oh, Jedi Survivor. I put Jedi Survivor on um, Grand... Grandmaster? Knights or whatever. Oh, not, or, Knight. Or, yeah. The Jedi like Knight. hard mode difficulty. Jedi Knight is most. There's one more after Knight. that. Jedi Master? I think it's I think Jedi it's Master. Master, because then there's Grandmaster. Yeah. Um, but Aiden, where's your typical choice? Um, I typically go for the normal difficulty or like the normal equivalent difficulty. Because um like because I, I like to enjoy the story and the like environment as much as I do the combat, and I wanna feel make the combat feel balanced where it's not exactly challenging, but it's not exactly easy either. There are still moments where you can just be like boom boom boom, oh crap, I'm dead because I fucked up. Like it, it, it mm -hmm. like I, I don't want it to be like baby baby pandering, uh, where I can just like two tap enemies and like do super easy dodges and never lose health but i also don't want it to be like oh my god i've been stuck on this ball unless it's like elden ring or something where it's designed that way and plays around that yeah um, and that's I, I was gonna say so i'm gonna segue uh, when you finish with your thing i'll segue into a question yeah. that i have when i'm done with my piece yeah um like uh the one i think about would be like I could bring it back to Sniper Elite. I'm currently playing Sniper Elite on hard mode, but hard mode is technically like their normal mode. Um, because uh, it goes from, like, I can't remember the exact, like, 
exact names, but it's like beginner, easy, normal, then hard, and then realistic. Even though hard is also yeah. realistic, because there's like two levels yeah, of realistic. A... It's yeah. it's kind of ridiculous how difficult that that game can actually go. But I've been playing it on like basically normal mode, and I've been having a blast with it just existing. And it's not like I, it, it's a stealth game. Like it's not easy. If I get discovered, it's a stealth game. So if I get discovered, and I've got like a group of you're kind of fucked. Yeah, no. If I get a if I got a group of enemies nearby and I get discovered, I am like four tap. Like each, I think I have like six bars of health, and each bullet does one. And they all have like either machine guns or semi-automatic rifles. So like, yep. it's 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 I am dead very quickly, and it, it's and yep. it like or like there's a trip mine on the ground, dead instantly. Like it's it's designed to be a stealth game and not like guns blazing game because if you try to go in guns blazing you are going to get your shit stomped um yeah and it does it really really well with its difficulty slider not necessarily making the enemies more powerful because it doesn't need to it likes to make the enemy the enemy like uh the playing of the game more realistic to what it would be like in the real world in like the real world rather than um, just upping the enemy's health or upping their damage to stupid, like, levels. Um, yeah. And I know you're going to segue into Dark Souls, so you can go and do that. Well, so, I'm not going to segue into Dark Souls, actually. I'm going to... Well, well so... I'm just going to tell a little bit of a story. I didn't... I wasn't... I wasn't always... Uh, as Ethan was thinking I was going to say, I wasn't always um, like choose the hardest difficulty right off the bat in the games I play because it's fun. No. Um, so originally for me, it was choose normal difficult. I, I would choose the normal difficulty and I would, um, you know, just kind of play the game and I would enjoy myself. And I think that kind of started with like Skyrim and then I did some Call of Duty and played games like that. And, um, Skyrim especially kind of remains true to that. I'll put Skyrim on hard, and I think there is there one more above that on Skyrim, or is it just the three I have easy not normal hard? Skyrim in so long. Well, um, anyway, um, it, it it really depends on the game I'm playing and why I'm playing that game. Um, most of the game, a lot of the games I play nowadays, I play to have a challenge to ha to challenge myself. Um or even if I do have a story with it, but if I really want to focus on the story because it really interests me, I'll put it on normal. Um, so like a game like um, like Skyrim, I'll probably put it on normal or hard, but more likely normal just because I'm not, there, there's a lot to do and it's not really for the challenge for me, it's for the exploration and for the enjoyment of it. Or, I mean, it, it's all enjoyment. It's all enjoyment for me, but um, it's a lot for the exploration and the actual, like, just figuring out stuff about the world. Whereas if I'm playing a game like um, Katana Zero, I'm testing myself. I want to get better. I turn off, uh, like, it was pretty quickly after, like, the first run I ever did, I, I turned off slow-mo and I was like, okay, how fast can I play it? How, how fast can I beat it? I did end up 100%ing that game, um, which was fun, but... Um, like Bennett uh, and everybody knows that I'm a I'm over it on a sewer. Um, I love getting over it and I love shitty games like that. 
um, because I like to challenge myself and I like the difficulty of it. And I like the, uh, the, the, it, it, it makes me reflect for a moment and it, it helps. I, I, I don't know. Like if I fall down the mountain, for example, if I'm playing pogo stuck and I get thrown all the way back down, um, then I'll be like, take a moment, take a breather and come back. I won't get angry or anything. I'll just kind of like enjoy it. And, um, I kind of, I, I know I agree. It's a strange thing. And I kind of discovered, um, I, I, the more I played getting over it, the more I would actually listen to Bennett Foddy and what he was saying. And, uh, he said, um, one of the quotes from that game was, he said, you have the same, uh, we have the same taste, you and I, it's not ambition. It's ambitions opposite, opposite, which is an obdurant mission to taste defeat. And, I never like really thought about it that way until I started listening to what he was saying after like trying to play the game multiple times and trying to finish that one. Um, I hadn't really thought about that until I like listened to it and I was like, that's exactly right. Like the more and more I play, the more I realize the more in hard games I play, the more I realize it's not an ambition. It's not an ambition, a drive to do better and better. It's a, it's an ambition to, to taste defeat and see how far that takes me, how far the defeat, how far the, 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 the suffering can take me to get better at stuff. Like, is it because like the obviously, turning point? Like uh, the point in which you decide this isn't worth it anymore kind of thing? I guess I don't know. I haven't. I haven't really found a turning point for games. I think. Because um, I, I had that with Sekiro, like yeah, Sekiro it, it, was that... the first time in which I genuinely contemplated giving if up. It was worth it. I was like, I was like, is this worth the amount of mental annoyance I'm getting and like I, genuine strain? I think that's legitimately it. I think it's legitimately me trying to find that like that point where i give up on something because i've never i don't know that i've ever really given up on a game i'm trying to play jump king right now and i still haven't given up on that i still want to beat it and i've fallen many times obviously because that game fucking that game's a fun game um <laughs> but i think that's what it is i i, I think i'm I, i'm looking for something to make me give up in that re regard. And it's not necessarily like a conscious decision. It's like a subconscious thing. I don't know. But that Sekiro is a good segue because I, I love Dark Souls games. I love Dark Souls games. All of them. They're great. I love them. I I love feeling like I can do better I and it's my fault. Them. I love the, I love the feeling that I can do better and it's my fault. And when I fucking kill the um, the lord of cinder feels great but it's a great segue into my question do games always need a difficulty slider and no. games that don't have a difficulty slider should there be one if it's a game like dark souls for example or if it's a game like stray okay do you guys mind if i take this so i can get my lag out of the way you yes, guys please. go um, personally, I think in the, in the context of do Dark Souls games need a slider, I think it's hard because the whole kind of gimmick or like charm of a Dark Souls game is you don't get a second option. It is hard. Yeah. That is what it is. Deal with it. Um, I think 
what would be cool, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Because my what pops into my head is like accessibility is like we all love the stories of these games, um, but also another big part of the like the Dark Souls franchise is just the difficulty. Um, I think in in the context of accessibility and just giving people access to feeling out that story and learning about that story, there can be an argument for that. But I honestly feel like games don't need a difficulty slider when they're trying to prove a certain point. Like, in, in Elden Ring, you are tarnished. You are the, the scum. You are, like, the mud at the bottom of someone's shoe. You're not worth anything. You're not good at anything. The only thing you are is has the ability, like, you have the ability to come back to life. Um, and that's it. That's That's all it is. And it's through constantly going and killing things that you level up your uh, your player and your character just gets innately stronger and then goes up and fights like particularly gods but like it'd be hard to like immediately start off and you have somebody like Tanjiro Kamado who like just about is, is just about to die and then he's like we back in it and he's like he back through and like he's got so much power all of a sudden or something like that or like the deus ex machina thing um where you start with something incredibly powerful, and there's no charm to that, because you don't feel like you are the person. I feel like in something like Elden Ring, it feels like you are the player. I do want to, I, I do want to stipulate with the with your little, uh, with the Tanjiro, the Tanjiro Kamado reference. Tanjiro. Uh, I, I just want to point out that uh, he's not, ah, no, that's too nerdy. We'll move on. No, Continue. come on, come on, for it. come on, yeah, come on. This is this is a safe space, Layden. I just, I just, I just I'm read only just going to make fun of you know. a little bit. I, you know, I just read the manga, you know. He kind of, he, you know, well, has, he puts you know what I'm in. getting at, though. I know, uh, you know what I'm getting he, like, at. Though, he pulls like, some sort of special ability out of his ass in the middle of a. Yeah, it's like well, the last, the last fucking thing. He's got to like. He's got a sickle through the bottom of his mouth, and now suddenly he's God, and he's just like he knows everything. Well, so so with that with that um, story, there is a point to that though. Like, there's the point of like through the adversity and through the pain and through the near death experience, they get stronger. That's the idea of that. So there there is like a story element to that piece. But I agree. I agree. Yeah, the player aspect of like you feel. I feel like Dark Souls. At least in the sense of Elden Ring, like I remember my first three runs felt like it was me playing. Like I was the one down there fighting little fucking minions because of how god awful I was at this game. And like it was a flip switch. It's like now you have enough power, now you can start defeating things faster. But I still was pretty bad. And it's like there's a charm to that where like it's I've talked about this a couple times. It's like when everything clicks when that moment comes and you're playing as a gamer and everything makes sense, you, you start timing things correctly. It's very, very special. Um, and it makes most games when that, when that experience happens, because it, it brings a sense of like, you've finally done it almost. Uh, what do you guys yeah. think? Oh, I've definitely I felt agree. that with Elden Ring. There's a lot of the bosses I'd get like three, four, um tries in and then i'm like okay dodge 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 oh this is easy and then phase two hits and it's just like oh this is this is not easy <laughs> Dude. i will be honest i will be honest i am still stuck on um uh 
fucking one of the Dark Souls three uh, DLC bosses. It, it's the uh, the twin like demons down on the pit like of the tree. Oh, bro, it it always sucks when there's two giant enemies fighting you, or just two enemies in general. Screw that the, shit. Man. Those demons have a second phase, and that shit sucks balls. Yeah, no, Guardian Ape can. <laughs> like literally suck my balls like no it's it's legit i can think of the dark souls circumstances in which there are two sekiro it's guardian ape and that um female ape um there's a a spear soldier and a sword soldier outside um the castle right at, uh ashina castle oh, yeah, in sekiro yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that fight. and one of them's a boss the other one's just a main enemy but he is a technically a mini boss at some point but the thing is, is they're both. It's just a tandem thing. It's the um the Godskin duo in Elden Ring. Ornstein like and we can all think one. of them. Yeah, yeah, it's like whenever there's a duo, it that actually that is a point. It's I've extra pain. Genuinely, I've genuinely been like, this is not fair anymore <laughs> because it's literally you're getting ganged up on. It's like just <laughs> <laughs> no uh, Godskin yeah. duo. The people who do Godskin duo without sleep are like, I I fear them. I genuinely fear them. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I remember, Justin. like, Leighton doesn't like, understand. Justin has, I think, no. Ju- I don't think Justin has actually beaten Elden Ring yet because he refuses to do Godskin Duo with sleep. Yeah, it's the thing, like, so I, I thought of that game differently. And again, like, as we yeah, talk, I it's just a, the, the, well, the conversation comes of, like, um, is some people have the things of like, oh, I'm going to be challenged, but I want to take this so much further, like Justin, and I want to hold two shields and just be parrying to kill things. And that's it. Um, other people are yeah. like, I'm going to use my resources, and I'm going to make sure that, like, in, in this fight, Leighton, um, I'm not going to spoil it necessarily, you can imagine it's two people, and there's an item that allows you to kind of stop one of them, for a short period of time, so you can fight the other one. Well, stop and it's one kind of, of a gimmick. Both it, of them. I know, but right as, right as you hit one of them, I'm out of that thing. So if the if you target one of them that you just put the effect on, it kind of just yeah. diminishes it. But like that's the gimmick is you you sleep one of them, you go over the kill, kill, kill. Uh, you wait for it to respawn, sleep that guy, kill, 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 and it's back and forth. And some people would say that's not how you should play the game. Um, Personally, I think it's all it's resources. It's just they're giving yeah, it to you for a reason. They put it in there. Yeah, they put it in there for a reason. That makes sense. Yeah, no, and I get and, it. I yeah. probably would. I probably would try to take the challenge of doing it without the sleep. But at the same time, first playthrough, I probably would be like, because it's an Elden Ring, it's a Dark Souls game. I would probably be like, I just want to move on, simply because mm. I want to see the story as well. But second playthrough, I might probably be like, okay, let's not do it. The only way I've seen someone, like, easily beat Godskin Duo without sleep is with um, Blasphemous Blade, because it's ranged. That's the only... It's ranged and very stupid broken with its damage. Like, um... That's the only way I've figured out they've... I've seen online, at least, that they've beaten it in, like, a relatively normal manner. Like, I've seen, like, super buff builds where they, like, like can, like, two-shot them, and then it's, like, fine. But then it's, like, the real deal dodge attack, dodge attack is Blasphemous Blade, and it looked agonizingly painful. Yeah. 
I we well, do have a question from the chat. I, I was I already put it in the wanna... doc. Okay. okay. Um but uh Dr. Tulung from our chat asks uh which games do you think use the permadeath feature the best? Um and I guess just kind of going into that like in different circumstances of games. I don't Minecraft. know if I can list the games. I honestly Is Minecraft Sonotica... I honestly agree. Minecraft does it pretty well. Minecraft does do it pretty well. I, it's almost like crafting <laughs> games. It's Diablo like Diablo 4 doesn't. It's those those things Mirabia where you're like doesn't. trying to survival like a survival s yeah master mode i hate i hate suck it okay terraria is i think the one game the one game that i refuse to play hard mode on i mean not hard mode i mean uh hard mode characters on i'm not gonna have a character that just dies the end that's stupid it's that's not dumb. how you're supposed to play Terraria. Like expert mode no, is a challenge, dumb. and it's an okay challenge. It's stupid hard for like a regular playthrough, but it's still I'll just play master a mode challenge. to have a challenge. But I want to respawn. I don't want to lose all my shit. Sorry, yeah, no. that's stupid. Master mode is mm. literally the stupidest thing ever because it's like Terraria is such a hard game in general for the average gamer. I love master mode. I love Master Mode. I hate the hard mode character. I refuse to make a character that's going to die on me in Master Mode because, I mean, maybe I'll make a hard mode character in easy because fuck trying to do yeah, hard. Let me make a hard mode, mode, hard mode, hardcore character in um friggin' like journey mode. Yeah, exactly. I think it's like, I think the permadeath feature is honestly, it's fun if you're playing one, if there's conditions. One, you're playing multiplayer. Two, uh, you're probably going to play it for a short period of time. Uh, you're not looking at like a full playthrough through permadeath, uh, unless you're fucking psychotic. I don't know. Um, and then like three, I don't know what three is. I just listed three because you usually do three. But anyways, well, back to those other well, two. So, it's... so I do have you a know, quick question though. What about permadeath in another sense? So getting over it, for example permanently losing your progress rather than just mm. rather than just dying and your character you. flat out dying permanently losing your progress how does that compare to like straight regular permadeath where you you die you die well, at the end no checkpoint i think think again it is so it's condition based i think uh getting, getting over it um only up um, those games where you permanently lose progress are things you're signing up for. Um, I sure. talked about this in our Ori uh, podcast last week. I believe it should have gone as July 30th, so it's like a week ago. Um, I talked about it in the sense of like Dark Souls versus like a very niche, like fun game that's supposed to, you're signing up to have like a fun experience, etc. When you sign, when you play and you load up Dark Souls, unless you're living under, under a rock, you know what you're getting into. You know that the next three hours are going to be the worst hell of your life for people a good who period of time. People who loaded up the 1.0 version of Sword Art Online seething right now. <laughs> Bro, shut up. They're like, whoop, uh, yay! Yeah, it's, it's the oh, stuff of, like, um, what was it? The... Like like Minecraft or Subnautica, 
where that's an option. Permadeath is an option. If Subnautica in Minecraft was only permadeath, you played through the first time you die, that's it. No one would play that game. It would be like a year of like hype. And it would be like that portion that we have now where only up was like really popular. And then it died instantly. Actually only up kind of held on a little bit farther than a lot of people thought at first, but that's beside the point. It's still like eventually people get annoyed with the, the falling down, Mm -hmm. the permanently losing everything because you have to spend all of that downtime getting back up to where you were. Hey, 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 Ethan, this thing called failure is not the falling down, but the staying down. Mary Pickford. I literally hate you. Please leave. Uh, motion the, to kick live. I guess we two v one right now. For, for um, the record, I've been playing getting over it some more recently. We know. That's why I know the. Do you the, have the, the gold pot yet? No, I'm getting there. I'm at fourteen of fifty. Fifteen of fifty. Fourteen. I thought you were at forty-six. I thought that's what that said. No. I that's, I got was I was more. so it's impressed. Yeah. It said no, fate not... forty six out of fifty on your on the little chat thing you sent us. No, I'm at fourteen of fifty. Oh, right. so maybe that was right. a different fate. I I don't could... know. Oh, you know what? It could have been before he added the achievements. Oh, oh, or not? Whatever. Oh. Moving on. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Aiden, what do you think? <laughs> Permadeath is not my favorite thing. I as as a man who plays Minecraft on keep inventory, as a man, I don't, I don't like permadeath. I don't like staking all of my progress into a game on like I I I am somewhat confident in my skills. I'm not that confident in my skills. Like, I get it, like, losing your runes or souls in in Elden Ring or Dark Souls or something, or losing your stuff in Minecraft. I can deal with that. It'll make me angry and sad after all that progress is lost, but ultimately I will... I'm angry. Hulk smash. Ultimately I will go back and be able to get all that back. Permadeath is like... I'm playing 20 hours of Minecraft and have this amazing base and then accidentally fall three blocks when I should have fallen on two. And suddenly all of my progress is just gone and I'll never be able to get it back. Yeah. And I I think... One of the conditions Uh... I would say for permadeath being fun is how much progress you're putting into it. Because... For example, with like getting over it, you really only lose so much progress, and if you've done it before, it doesn't take you as long to get there. Whereas yeah. with other things, with like Terraria, which is why I hate permadeath Terraria, it takes forever regardless. Getting over it is also a relatively short game. It is. Um, it's a short game. You in can, general. You know, I saw a 15-second speedrun. Yeah, and like, yeah, I don't even fucking know how that works. Um, was it a task? I, also, that was what I was mentioning with um, the condition aspect. Because it's almost like when permadeath comes up into a friend group, it's like, okay, guys, let's set up the night. 
Like, we don't have work in the morning. Let's take all night and set up a hardcore world and just fucking go at it for the entire night. And then after that night, you kind of just all forget about it because one of your friends is going to die stupid within the night. He's going to get off. And then this other guy is going to get mad at the other one. They're going to start PvPing. One of them dies. And then it just kind of goes slowly and slowly. But it's still a fun experience for that motion. I don't think anybody, again, as I said, unless you're psychotic, plays genuinely hardcore Minecraft all the time. That's all you play. His name um, is Justin. Just kidding. Yeah. For real. For real. Um, also, I wanted to touch on the rune thing of Elden Ring real quick. Um the thing that Aiden said, um, but Aiden mentioned the rune aspect. The rune aspect was a very interesting thing for me because it was in in something like Minecraft, like Aiden said, if you fall by accident, you lose all your progress. That's it. 20 hours gone. In something like Elden Ring, you die. Your runes drop exactly where you die and you have two options. You can fuck off. You can go somewhere else. Or you can make a attempt to immediately go back to the runes. Or in most circumstances that I did, I would run right past the runes and just attempt the boss again, um, forgetting that I had like forty thousand runes on my body. Um, and then it was only after it goes, you died again, and I'd look down in the bottom right and go, it didn't minus any runes. Oh God. Uh -oh. Um, and that was something where it's like. I, I realized, but it's it was my own stupidity that caused that. It wasn't because I fell down uh, like some hole and it was like some random thing that could have happened or a creeper came up and blew up last second. And I just didn't see him in time. Um, it was something that you have to just be fully conscious about. And you also, in the sense of runes like Elden Ring, you're not like runes don't make or break that game. They sort of do. But like if you lose 40,000 runes, eventually you're going to get that back. You can get that back. You can speed run it or or uh, farm it for some other reason. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, permadeath is a painful thing. Mm, no, like... I think it's an interesting challenge, though. It's something that, yeah. like, I think people look for when it comes to certain survival games and stuff like that, but it's not... I don't think it's anything that we all saw. I think... For. I think so. What we haven't talked about yet is the um, the uh, South Park fractured but whole uh, difficulty slider. Um, no, no, no. I don't. <laughs> does that actually make the game harder? Yes, it does. No. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. No, it I'm doesn't. I'm pretty sure. I thought I'm it was pretty a sure joke. It actually. I thought it no, was I'm a pretty joke. sure it actually. I'm pretty sure it actually makes the game harder. Hold on. I swear that was just a joke that they did, and it didn't actually make the game harder, and you could select your difficulty somewhere else. The game makes it clear that the slider won't affect combat, but during an interview in September, the folks at Ubisoft San Francisco told Eurogamer that it does affect the amount of money you'll receive and how other characters will interact with you. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I low-key want to buy that game. I watched Jack. Yeah, I've been I playing watch... The Stick of Truth right now. Oh, that's funny. I might, I might, you know, wait, is Ubisoft part of the Game Pass deal? I don't think so. Uh, Ubisoft is part of EA Play. No. No, it's not. Okay. Ubisoft, Ubisoft has... is EA. Hey, wait. U... Oh, no, I'm blanking. Never mind, never mind, never mind. No. Because if... Ubisoft, Ubisoft is, like, kind of all over the place. It doesn't really have, like, a 
thing. It has a lot of games on Game Pass, but it's not, not really like. Because I got Trials Fusion from uh, Xbox Gold, which is fun. I love Fusion. I but would, yeah, so like would... Trials Fusion doesn't have a difficulty slider. It's difficult on its own. I mean, the difficulty slider is the level you choose. Oh, that's a different way of doing level uh, difficulty sliders that we haven't talked about. Oh yeah, the in- ever increasing challenge of levels in level based games. <laughs> Yeah, like platformers, like, like Ori. I, the longer you play like, Ori, the harder it gets, and that's just natural progression. I like uh, Mario Super Mario 3D Maker. Mm. That that's a big one. Like all of the the Ross levels um, that people talk about, and how he like makes stupid, fucking difficult, dumb, stupid levels that nobody should ever play ever, except people do because it's funny. Um, like you can, uh, you can straight up choose how difficult you want your game experience to be in like Mario Maker. Like I think that's pretty interesting. I think that's a I think that's game difficulty done right is where you're choosing on a level basis um, that doesn't really affect the story. Or geometry your, dash. Yeah, like your choose geome- geometry dash doesn't have a story. You're just choosing on a level basis how difficult you want the game to be. Um, yes, there's music and stuff, but you can go look that up. You don't have to play the game to listen to the music. Um, like, I don't know that I'm ever going to be able to beat Theory of Everything 2. Fuck that. Um, but One of the levels like, in Geometry Dash. Yes, thank you. Um, gotcha. But yeah, do games need a slider? Okay, now the other side of this really quickly. Um, do... Uh, did you... Sorry, never mind. I blanked because I saw it said five minutes on our timer. Um, do y- games that are too easy should they have a slider? Like Stray, for example. Should it be more? Should a game like that be more difficult? Mm, I don't think because like, what would they make more difficult in Stray? It's like no. I, I there know. isn't from what I know about Stray, it's mostly platforming. Um, and then I, I don't think there's combat. There's no combat. Um, but it's like, I think that's the same thing as Dark Souls. It's like, if I think Stray is built to be fun and enjoyable, it's not built to be a challenge. It's a story-based game. It's like asking, okay, what should, uh, what remains of Edith Finch have a difficulty slider? I I know what the, guys, I know what the (laughs) difficulty slider for Stray is. It's how much rain gets put on your screen. How much Funny. rain covers the screen while you're playing the game? That's it. I wonder, actually, uh, do you think there's a coffee talk difficulty slider? No, there's not. <laughs> yeah, do you think there's How a fast dif- the the creamer comes out? Is there of a the, disco elysium? The Is there a disco elysium difficulty slider, guys? I guess we'll never know, huh? I, yeah, no. Um, yeah. I, I Personally, I know. I wouldn't. I would never know. Um, Disco Elysium slider, but it's just a book, so you you turn the pages faster and faster. That's the difficulty slider. Yeah, David, be on the speed running game. Just <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, one final piece about difficulty pieces that I have to talk about is um like games like Phasmophobia. I want to talk about like they're they have a custom difficulty, like FNAF Custom Night. You can make it how difficult you want it to, like however difficult you fucking want it to, but like um 
I like that the creators of Phasmophobia, they put in their custom difficulty and they like uh, give you more rewards based on like the things you choose. But they even have um, small, I don't know that they have like actual achievements for them, but they have small Easter egg achievements for completing the absolute worst, hardest difficulty you can in the game. I know this because one of my friends, Dawson, did it. It's called Apocalypse Mode. You have to do it solo, and you have to do like the most insane, inane difficulty game, like Phasmophobia gameplay ever. And it's like you get hunted immediately and you're pretty much dead. There's barely any chance. You move at half speed, the ghost moves at like one point. 50 speed um <laughs> like it's insane but he did it and he has a like a trophy in the trophy case where it says all the coming soon stuff there's trophies in the trophy case that are like a bronze a silver and a gold skull that all say apocalypse underneath and it's not an achievement or anything it's an easter egg for beating the hardest mode of the game that's cool custom a custom hardest mode and i i i think i I really enjoy when game makers do that and allow you to kind of edit the like even the intricacies of the game yourself without having to like go in the files or anything. You you can edit the intricacies yourself and see how bad it is. Like like if Call of Duty added a custom difficulty slider where you could increase the number of grenades that are thrown per second. Like 400 grenades thrown per second. <laughs> like I think there honestly there is it's the like creative mode esque like like Fortnite yeah. or something where you have like freaking like every single uh um computer you have like a lobby full of computers but, but every single one of them fires a rocket launcher like shot every like 2 seconds in some random direction or if you're near them right at you it's like you can mess around with that i th- i think challenging video games like that is something that's enjoyable because it's something you control like you said it's yeah. like not it's not something that is being pushed on you to complete something it's something that you can just mess around with yeah and i i think that's and i think the recognition of the developers of people who do crazy stuff in that is also a bonus like a big thing like like if a developer sees that somebody did some inane thing that they weren't expecting to do, like uh, beating Sekiro blindfolded uh, with the keyboard controls backwards. Like the oh, that's crazy. The, I've seen somebody do that. That's the, crazy. The, 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 the like devs like recognizing that and being like, what or the hell? Uh, let me solo or like putting something in that. Yeah, like that. For example. Let me solo her. That's the per- that's like a perfect example of him. Like the difficulty isn't changing or anything, but. He- he did it. He just kept doing it and doing it to the point where he would not get touched ever by, uh, is it Melina? Melania. 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 But like the devs recognizing that, I think is a really cool thing that, um, gaming is in general is starting to kind of move towards, albeit very slowly. And I, I think I, yeah. I really enjoy that. The whole customization of like the person, however you want to play it. Right. Like if I could increase the accuracy of jackals in uh halo and decrease it to zero and yeah, that's uh, the underline have... that's the underline of halo difficulties is jackal snipers never miss and yeah. it's like or like watch out for jackal snipers uh, it's literally like just that. like jackal sniper dot accuracy equals equals 100 and then it, that's 100%. that is yeah. really the biggest 
challenge of Halo difficulty is jackal snipers because they will just fucking that. murder you. Everything else you can but, just, like do with proper strategy and cover, but like yeah. But yeah, I, I I think a push towards customization for your own difficulty. I mean, obviously having the set normal ones, but also having a custom for people who beat the game or whatever. I think that's a pretty cool interesting like a cool thing. Yeah. So I think honestly, um we could probably finish up what we think about the entire topic and then drop some nerdy news and then we're we're we good to go, you know? All right, Ethan, you want to start with that? Um hmm. Well, uh, all right um personally so as we talked about i think overall i think difficulty sliders remain in the um the devs it remains in uh what type of game they're making if they choose to not have a difficulty slider it's probably because they're trying to tell a specific story or bring a specific experience you don't find many games that don't just like flat out give you a difficulty um slider anymore um because accessibility is a very big thing now um and so i think when it comes i mean you saw you you would even see difficulty sliders in like the original doom like you had a difficulty sliders originally original doom and i think as as layton says i think it's like when it comes to giving more challenge to people i think that comes in in customization and allowing the game like the players themselves to be able to change that rather than the devs forcibly changing the difficulty on people um and i think when it comes to games such as stray that are on the lower end i think and higher end uh in like dark Souls, i think those games just don't change they shouldn't change because of that experience like i said layton what's yours i think uh i think pretty much along the same lines i think um that if games don't have difficulty slider they're trying to give you a certain experience and i also think that to push that further i think that games that do give a difficulty slider or a difficulty setting those settings should be conveying a, a specific experience to themselves like for example jedi survivor if i put it on jedi grandmaster i want to feel like i'm a fucking jedi badass right I, like True. you do and you do and you and um you do feel like a badass when you do something like that and you can successfully like do it properly and you're completing the game at that level. I think, I think difficulty modes and sliders should give a certain experience to the player um, as like a further push just from like the game having an experience as a whole. And then I also think that uh, the customization should be a separate thing. I think um, you should have, separate from the normal difficulty slider set by the devs who are trying to convey a certain experience, you should have a custom, although this is kind of pushing well, what I'm talking about. Um, you should have a custom or devs should start trying to put a custom uh, like difficulty for the player to kind of adjust to their own preferences. Um, like hell, there could be a Zelda Breath of the Wild speed run, except Ganon is already dead. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> There's, over a, there is like, there's like um in the first breath of the wild there's um pet the dog speed run where you have to find the dog somewhere uh i think it's he's in like a collar region and you have to do a quest to pet him but there's literally it's a speed run called like dog speed run or something like that <laughs> getting rejected by a girl on tinder speed run any percent <laughs> swipe any done percent. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's Dude. not gonna be rejected. That's you rejecting. That's rejecting. No, yeah. I swiped right. She didn't. <laughs> I didn't even right, think Lian, about it. Lian. Uh, not Lane, sorry. Aiden, what do you think? I do think that um, difficulty sliders should be a thing in games. I just feel like they shouldn't be a thing in every game. And if they are going to be a thing, I f the dev needs to fully understand what having a difficulty slider means. Because I'm sick and tired of all these stupid beat-em-up games or like um, PvE shooters or whatnot. Um like even like destiny i don't like grandmaster nightfalls on destiny because i will never i won't i honestly have played i've played one master mode nightfall on destiny once There's something and it was in with destiny and it was Aiden doesn't like yeah no it's i've played one master mode um nightfall and that was with emmy and one of the other really good players darkest light um and that was the reason I actually got invited into the the clan, uh, was that playing those nightfalls. Clan? Clan? Um, the clan? Why am I like Which turning clan? into like a fifties movie right now? What is happening? <laughs> You're turning I, up I your drew... difficulty slider. Bros, bros, Bro, what is real? going on? Bros for real in Mexico and Breaking Bad. No, dude, I'm literally going into a flashback in a fucking CW show right now. Like, what the actual <laughs> no. hell? You're going in a flashback for the Flash. That's what it is. What is that? No, literally. I. Oh, oh colors are turning. I'm back. Great. I'm back. Um, fucking. Why not? Um, sorry, but I, 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 I enjoyed playing the Master Nightfall mostly because I had Emmy and Darkest Light carrying the shit out of me i yeah. but like i would step out and just die because i'm like all right i got a sniper let's go shoot this champion beep oh i'm dead um and i don't like that and they're like god like, this kid it's, sucks it's i don't like <laughs> they're like god this kid sucks <laughs> i got invited anyway so <laughs> let's That's go true. um they're like, man we plan? feel bad for him for real but uh fucking i don't like when difficulty means that it's just either th one of three things more enemies bigger damage or harder to kill if if it's oh. like if it's all three of those things like especially combined harder to kill with more damage that just gets boring for me like make it make it slightly more interesting like there are ways to make that more interesting than just okay, increase number, increase number. Good. Well, I think I would say again, it depends on the experience that the devs are going for. Like for Left 4 Dead 2, I could understand just increasing the number of fucking zombies. Oh yeah, um, obviously that's like a horde, a horde shooter. But if you're trying to complete like an active mission that has yeah. rewards at the end of it like specialty rewards that you can just, only get from that mode it's like okay just give just give oryx like 10 just 10 trillion googleplex health 
Just give it works. It's shit ton Dude, of health. I really want. Go fight him. I want to go. Go I'm fight gonna, him. I want to get back into Destiny. We're gonna get back into Destiny as soon as we get back in the dorms, and uh, I'm going to find. I'm going to find Vault a way. of Glass. No, we're not doing Vault of Glass. We're doing King's Fall, Vault so we can glass. fight Oryx. I want. Nope. To, I'm going to. Vault of Glass. I'm going to farm up my Titan, because I have Cures of the Falling Star, and I'm going to Thundercrash the shit out of Oryx, and he's going to die, and it's going to look cool. <laughs> And I'm going to make a TikTok edit with As the World Caves In and be <laughs> complete my final form as the ultimate Destiny Edge Lord. Fuck you guys. The ultimate Destiny nerd. All right. At least, well, at least Aiden's self-aware. At least Aiden's self-aware. I'm making a <laughs> meme. I wouldn't actually do that. I'll post it on the four light TikTok. Right. <laughs> Honestly. Um, you we should go the into the parental advisory image of you shield bashing an Oryx. I have very important nerdy news I want to talk about. I also have very important nerdy news I want to talk about. Basically, um, to wrap I, up, also, I like uh, difficulty sliders, but only for certain games. Alright, go. Nerdy news time? Yeah. Barbie is a 10 out of 10. Nerdy news. I haven't watched right Barbie, then and there. So... I Actually, I do know that Ryan Gosling Correction. is a 10 out of 10. Correction. It is a 9 out of 10, but it is also just a... It's a fantastic movie. I was uh, pleasantly surprised with how good it was. Um, uh, Ryan Oppenheimer is next. I am Kenuff. So real. I am Kenuff. So real. You are Kenuff. I want to... Um, this is a joke, by the way. I, oh, fuck. Um, oh, God. Misa Costa... Uh, no. Oh, God. Misa... Misa it's something. Misa he says... he. No, he says he says a line. It's like, um, it's it some like dude bro Mikasa, house Sukasa? thing. It's sort of. He's just saying house, house, house. Um, but it's like a dude bro thing. But it's it's funny. It's it's Mikasa. Um, that's that's. Uh... Lena, don't you laugh? You're gonna enjoy Barbie very much, okay? So I don't like fucking hear it. Yeah, the that's only right. thing I'm gonna enjoy Barbie for is Ken. That's it. I'm gonna get a I am Kenuff shirt and I'm gonna get the headband. That's it. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> um, that's what I'm gonna do. Lane is not going to understand I have that some, movie. At I all. have some nerdy news too. Um, so um, to the three viewers that are currently watching us, um, two of which are probably ourselves, <laughs> Dark Souls is getting an anime. And I'm very excited about the prospects of that. If it's animated by either Studio Bones, MAPPA, or or Ufotable, I, I genuinely don't Studio know Trigger. what I'm going to do with myself. Studio Trigger would be cool too, but in its own like charming sort of way. I feel like it, it would be like, this is a good experience. I like this. But if it was Bones, MAPPA, or Dark Souls... If it was Bones, MAPPA, or Ufotable... Nah. Nah. Yeah, shut up. Uh, <laughs> nah. An Elden Ring anime that'd be dope as shit. Oh, I have some nerdy news as well. I'm going back to school on the 12th. I'm moving in on the 12th. That's fucking crazy to me, by the way. L. Ratio. Well, You're you know why back I have to go back. Before uh, I'm even back from New Jersey. Oh, yeah, by the way. Um, David, David might move podcast in. next oh, week is uh, going to be interesting because I don't know how my Wi Fi will be doing. Well, no, Ethan, will, uh, Ethan will have a uh, good Wi-Fi then, right? Yeah, he can stream. Yeah, getting I a, don't know if I'll be able to run overall. it off my laptop, but we'll see. It's Ethan's not... getting a Wi-Fi Alex overall. Intensive. I'm getting uh, one gig per second. No, you're not. 
I'm not even fucking joking. It's no, one gig not. per sec. That's actually awesome. it's what it's no, what Jake not. has. It's hardwired into our house. I'm not even no, joking. You're not. Go yeah. fuck yourself. These guys, these guys make fun of my McDonald's Wi-Fi. All, like I have to, I have to go put in the air fryers. I turn on the air fryers a little bit, dude. It's not my fault. Okay, I'm gonna have the best goddamn Wi-Fi you've ever seen. You're gonna now, see the pores gonna, of my you're skin. Going to have it, and then you're, you're gonna, going you're to gonna, go to school. Yeah, and then you're gonna go to school. <laughs> it's so and, true. Dude, download Destiny as and soon then as you so, get that damn Wi-Fi. Suddenly, I'll be commuting every single day. Suddenly, I'll be commuting every day. I'll have the room to myself. I don't care. Lily can stay over. All right. Night. Well, I I think that about wraps it up. Um, does anybody have any more nerdy important news to announce? Nope. Just Dark Souls anime, and I'm very excited about. Oh, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre game is coming out in ten days. That's that's some good nerdy news. Lies of Peace. Um, coming out Starfield is just getting a day closer every single day, and and my life is slow becoming more and more complete i've got some nerdy um, news i have some nerdy news i have made zero progress on my pc that's great that's amazing Layton. yay i know thank you guys thank yay. you, thank you. <laughs> just All fucking right. buy the rest of it already <laughs> bye, bye people guys. bye guys bye bye, bye. bye. This, this will be up in four weeks bye guys, bye, guys.